Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to Master Your Being. So today I want to talk about focus because this is something that is really, really important. It's a huge part of how I have worked on myself, quote unquote, healed myself um, and done this work to feel better within myself so that I'm not constantly stressed and anxious and worried and in pain and fear and doubt and all the stuff, right? I had to shift my focus away from all the things that were going on around me. And not just problems, not just like, well, how do I how do I solve this? And how do I solve that? Not just problems, but concerns about what other people were thinking concerns about um, making choices doing what I want, want to versus what I think other people want me to do or doing what I want to versus um, doing what the problems are telling me I should do those kinds of things. So let's talk a little bit about perception and focus and what it is and what it isn't. So the idea of focus is what are we what are we paying attention to in our lives, right? We have we all have a whole ream of things going on in our realities, right? We have people in our world, we have um, we have careers, we have families, we have situations, we have things going on, right? There's always all of these things happening. Each of those scenarios offers you a focus. It actually offers you multiple focuses. It offers you multiple points of focus depending on what you feel like you need to pay attention to. What we get taught to pay attention to in most scenarios is the problem with it, is the potential crappy outcome, <clears throat> is all the reasons why not. We get taught to focus on the things that cause us pain. Because what we get told is that until we fix all of those things, we can't actually be successful. We can't do it until we fix all of those things. The focus on the problems and the reasons why not makes you think you have to fix those things before you can do what you want or be successful with whatever it is you're doing, whatever your goal is, right? And the goal may be very simple. The goal may just be to feel better. The goal may be nothing more than like happiness and inner peace. Totally good goal. But if you're, if you think your path to that is by solving every problem in the world first, then you're never going to get there because you can't. So the idea is we have to learn how to control our internal world and be okay anyway, even when we have these problems showing up, 
even when life isn't perfect yet. Long before life isn't perfect yet, we have to learn to be okay anyway. So I've told this story many times. The first part of my healing journey was literally sitting in crap loads of fear, watching outcomes play out, realizing that the fear didn't change the outcome at all, realizing that it was only upsetting me and it was only stopping me from doing what I actually wanted to be doing. It wasn't really accomplishing anything. Sitting in that a lot, recognizing that and continually recognizing it over and over and over and over again. Until eventually I was able to train myself out of the fear. I was able to realize that the outcomes that I was afraid of weren't really that much of a problem. I could handle them. And I was able to realize that the only thing my focus was doing was upsetting me. It really wasn't changing anything that was going on around me. My focus on the problems didn't protect me from anything other than protecting me from my goals. The problems didn't do anything I didn't expect them to do. They didn't jump out and bite me. They were simply just there. My ability to shift my focus away from them and not pay attention to them, even though I know they're there, and yes, I care about them, I'm not like ignoring completely or desensitizing myself or trying to avoid anything, right? This isn't about avoiding accountability or responsibility or anything like that. It's got nothing to do with any of that. That's a good story your mind wants to make up as a reason why not to do this, but this isn't what we're doing, okay? The problems can be there. I can care about them but I don't have to let them bother me in order to care about them. I do not have to let my problems bother me in order to care about them. That's huge. Right? When we talk about being compassionate towards other people, The idea of compassion is not jumping into the mud puddle with people. Right? When we are compassionate, the goal is to stay on the sidelines. The tow truck is no help to you if it gets stuck too. Those analogies all make sense. And the same is true in all the problems you think you have. Right? And this isn't necessarily just problems. We can be talking about choices you're making, what other people are thinking. All of those things cause you to focus on pain of some kind. When you're focused on pain and you have a choice to make, you make the choice that you think is going to protect you from the pain. You don't make the choice you want to make. I was doing that in my career for a long time. A lot of what I offered over the years was based on the pain of what I think I needed to be doing instead of what I actually wanted to be doing. And the real fun part of all of that is that what I wanted to be doing was so buried under all the crap I thought I needed to be doing, but I didn't even know what I wanted to be doing. So I had to dig through all the junk.
That's not easy. You get to dig through all that crap and you get to try things and then you get to realize, well, I didn't really want to do that. <laughs> okay, so try again, mulligan. We get to try again. And try something else and see how we feel about it. And then try something else and see how we feel about it. And try something else and see how we feel about it. Until eventually we figure out what we actually do want to be doing. And in order to play that public experiment out, which is literally what it was, it was a very public experiment that I did online, on social media, very, very public experiment, I had to free myself up from worrying about what everybody around me was thinking. I had to give myself the freedom to keep trying, to hack at it and figure it out openly. And I kept shifting the focus and shifting the focus and shifting the focus until eventually I figured out what I wanted. I figured out how I needed it to be. And I didn't solve the problems to do it. And that's the trick. I didn't solve the problems first. I shifted my focus away from the problems and did what I wanted to do anyway. That's the work. It's not easy. Because you got to sit in the fear. You got to be willing to stay there. You got to be willing to watch the action, see what happens. Recognize that, you know what? Problems are going to be there. Right? And that you don't have to protect yourself from it. You don't have to protect yourself from the pain. You don't have to protect yourself from the worry or the fear or the doubt or the anxiety or anything. You don't have to protect yourself from it. It's going to be there anyway. It's not going to jump out and bite you. So hyper fixating on it or hyper focusing on it and letting your brain roll around in it, constantly bombarding you with thoughts about it doesn't do anything. You can redirect your mind like a toddler. Just keep pulling your mind back from what it wants to hyper focus on. And make it focus on something else. And eventually, if you're persistent enough with that and you do it enough, eventually your mind will stop. Why? Because your mind wants an audience. It wants you as the audience far more than it wants to hyper-focus on whatever the heck. So when you pull your attention away and you do it persistently enough and, and it finally decides that you mean business, then it will change what it talks about. This stuff isn't easy to do. It's not. Because you got to be willing to stay there. So what holds you there? What held me there? My goals. I made the goals that I had the primary focus. So when it would get really tough, the question I would ask myself is, do you want goals or don't you? Why are you doing this? I would remind myself of the goal and I would be like, you know what? If I want to get there, I got to go through this gate. It's just the way it is. Okay. And I would push through. And that's how I would push through. 
just the constant reminder that I had a goal that I was working towards and that I was going to do that no matter what. I didn't care what I had to push through. I didn't care how much fear I had to sit in. I didn't care how much anxiety, how much pain, how much trauma or drama. It didn't matter. I was going to do the work regardless. How bad do you want it? Is literally what it comes down to. How bad do you want it? You have to make the goal more important than the fear you're sitting in. Part of it is learning to control your mind because your mind will hyperfixate on things. Your mind will roll that thing around in your head over and over and over and over and over again. It thinks it's protecting you. It thinks that's helpful. But it's not. It's actually protecting you from the thing that you wanted. My mind doesn't hyperfixate on things anymore. I don't, we don't do that. <laughs> I learned to redirect the mind. We don't focus there. I won't tolerate it. I've just learned to control it. And it takes practice. Now I can shift immediately. Now it's a five second thing, right? So I can live it because I just do it. It's a natural thing. It only takes a couple seconds. I can shift my focus anytime I want. But when I first started, months. <laughs> It would take a heck of a long time, right? And I had to sit in all of that crap for a long time before it allowed, before I allowed myself to shift and stop doing it. But eventually you do. It's like an iceberg breaking away. Eventually it just cracks and breaks and floats away. That's it. That's what you got to be willing to do for yourself. That's the process. That's where you got to get to. So you're continually questioning the problem. Why am I feeling like this? What am I, what am I focusing on? Is this focus helpful? What can I do about it? Right? Do I have external control? And if the answer is no... I can't control other people. I can't control situations and scenarios. I, I don't have any external control. I don't have a solution available to me. I can't solve the problem. Okay. Then that means you have to shift your focus away from that because you can't do a darn thing about it. Whatever it is, whether it's other people, whether it's a physical problem, doesn't matter. If you don't have control over it, then you have to walk away. And you have to accept that the outcome is just going to be what it is. That's hard sometimes. We don't want that. We want control so that we don't have to deal with the problem. But you know what? You can handle the problem. You have the ability to deal with whatever happens. When you can't control it, you have no choice. You have to walk away from it and you have to leave it alone. That's how you control your focus. It also offers you clarity. 
eventually. You get clarity, because you find the truth. Well, that problem wasn't as bad as my mind thought it was. Where that really wasn't a problem anyway. I really didn't need to be afraid. I really didn't need to worry about it or be anxious about it. It offers you clarity. It offers you truth. Some of the things that I used to worry about resolve themselves. Not everything, but some things did. Because I stopped worrying about them. <laughs> As you learn to control your thinking, control your feelings, Manage the emotions, manage the fear, manage the anxiety, manage the worry. And when you control your thinking, you will manage the emotions naturally because they follow on with each other, right? The brain is always going to offer you an emotion. So emotion comes on the heels of a thought, whether the thought is conscious or not. So by getting control over your thinking, you will naturally then have some control over the emotions. When you get control over the thinking suddenly the anxiety, the worry, the fear, and the doubt calm down. Sometimes you end up in an emotional habit, like I did. The fear, you just sort of, you feel it anyway, even though you know there's nothing to be afraid of, and you know there's nothing wrong. The fear's still there anyway. The mind's still offering you the emotion, even though there's no reason for it. And you can break the habit. I did. You break the habit the same way you break any habit. You just decide that there's no reason for this. And you just basically, you're going to tell your brain to knock it off. Eventually, the emotional habit will stop too. And you won't feel the fear and you'll ignore the problems and there won't be a thing and it won't be a problem and you'll be fine. It requires consistency and you have to continue to focus on where you want to get to. You have to allow yourself the opportunity to keep trying until you figure it out. You have to allow yourself to fail. You have to, you have to allow the idea that, okay, I might focus on this thing for six hours before I realize I'm focusing on this thing that I shouldn't have been focusing on, right? Like, you're going to go through those things. And the trick is you can't beat yourself up. You have to be okay with, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to mess this up and I've got to be okay with it, right? Right? I may have shifted my own focus, but uh, I ain't no perfect human being, right? I, I still have minutes. I still have moments. I still catch myself. I still have to check myself regularly, right? Right. I live this now, but I don't start there, right? It is possible. It takes a long time. I'm eight years into my journey. I'm just now getting to a place where I can say, hey, I figured out how to shift my focus. Right? Like it took a long time. That took a while. <laughs> it's not easy. It took a while. Right? But the deal is, is I did it consistently from day one. Right? <clears throat> My goal was consistent. I did not, I did not at any point abandon ship. I kept going for that entire period of time. My goals were strong enough to keep me in the game. And I continually went back to, this is what I need to do to get to where I want to go. So we're going to do it. And I didn't care what the hell life threw at me. I was just going to do it anyway. Right? 
you have to have that kind of stubborn power behind you in order to shift it. Right? Are you willing to make the goal more important than anything else in your life? And are you willing to allow life to show you where your focus is wonky? Because I promise you it's going to. It's going to give you things to focus on. And the challenge is going to be to not pay attention to them. The problems are going to happen, right? When you start, when you start focusing on, I'm not going to focus on problems. When you start trying to shift your focus, immediately now the universe jumps up like popcorn and offers you a thousand problems to deal with. That's what happens, right? And your job is not to pay attention to any of it. <laughs> your, your job is just to, is, is to kind of go, you know what? I can't fix it, so we're just going to walk away and go over here. Not easy, but that's your work. And you have to be willing to do that over and over and over and over again until you finally get to a place where you can be okay anyway. And you learn how to master yourself in your life. And then no matter what happens around you, you're okay all the time because you've learned how to do that. It takes work. It takes work. It's a constant work in progress for me. I'm pretty good at it now, but it's still a constant work in progress. There's still always room for improvement. And it always will be. You just keep going. You can do it. So I'm going to put in a shameless plug here. Over on Patreon, I'm offering a level of support um, in each of the tiers um, through private messages and or Voxer, depending on the tier you choose. So um, if you would like to get some focus shifting perspective from me, um, you can sign up over on for one of the tiers over on Patreon, choose the level of support that works for you, and then send me a message and let me know what's up and um, what you're wanting to shift or why you think you need to shift it. Um, I'm pretty good at finding the pain in people's perspective. I do it as a regular thing for myself, and I can see it online when I read people's posts and things like that. I, I pick out pain pretty quickly. So I can help if you would like um, and offer you a way around or a way to manage the perspective. So hit me up on Patreon. Um, you can just go to patreon.delaran.com and it'll take you right there. All right. Thanks so much for listening to Master Your Being, everybody. Have a good week and I will talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Delaran. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.